and determination, you, please understand, you, you can have a determined will in life. You can be determined. You know, I'm a determined person. I'm going to see this through. I'm going to do that. You know, a lot of times determination and character kind of kind of can go hand in hand. But but the kind of determination that I'm talking about and been preaching about, go catch, you know, session one, session two of this. But it's, it's not your will. It's the determination. It's, it's better to get God on your side. Than to, than to try to fight the battles of life, rather than to try to, to you know, I'm going to take this on and nobody's going to move me. I, I'm, I'm going to be immovable in my own self. See, you can't do it in your own self. These, many times, the, these aren't battles that, you know, God is calling the church, He's calling people to go at it alone. But for whatever reason, in our minds and in our heads, and I, I've been guilty of it many a time, that, that I think, well, if, if only I, I could do this or I could do that I, if, if I, you know. And, and so what happens is when we have an I complex, we begin to remove God from the situation. And we begin to see the problem as in, I can figure this out. I will, I will, I will. Not God's will, but my will. So it's important that we understand that when we want to be determined in, in the way God wants us to be determined, we have to look at God's will. Amen. And I've I seen this, I seen the text t today, and I, I shortened it because I was going to read all of John 14, and then Matthew 11 come to me because it was like, come to me, all, all you who are heavy laden. And I, I, I read that scripture, I get choked up almost because, because it's like, this is who my Jesus is. This is who he is. This, this right here defines his love for me. This is exactly the, the person I need when I'm in trouble. This is the person that I've got to reach out to. It's not, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. No, 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 wait, I've got to, I've got, look, no, my Savior says, come to me. All you who labor are heavy burden. I will give you what? I will give you rest. Hallelujah, I will give you rest. See, G Jesus is saying, look, you don't have to do it on your own. I will give you rest. I will give you rest. See, in life, I, I, I find it, it's, it's, a, it's a very simple thing that, 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 <laughs> that, that happens in a, in a Christian's life. And, you know, non-Christian too, but I want to talk about even in the Christian walk tonight. Because a lot of times in, in, our, in our Christian walk, we're either building bridges or we're building walls. Okay? Now, a bridge, a bridge would be like this platform, right? It's something continuous. You can walk across the bridge, right? You, you, can, you, can, you can casually walk across the bridge. There are many bridges. There are wooden bridges. There are metal bridges. There's, there's the bridges of life. But one of two things, we're either building bridges or, 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 or we're building walls. Now, a wall is like this. It, you know, you know this, this is a wall. I, I mean, you, you don't walk up a wall. No, you, anybody ever seen anybody walk up a wall? I've never seen that before, right? You probably have, but... But, uh, you know, you, if you had these right shoes, right? But anyway, so, so but you, you, you don't see people naturally walking up walls, okay? So what happens with our Christian faith a lot of times is like we're either, we're either building bridges or we're building walls. And I've and I, and I seen the context of this scripture, and I'm like, Jesus is the master builder. He's the bridge builder. He's, the, he's, 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 he's telling us, walk, walk this way. Walk this way. Run DMC, right? Walk this way. You know, he's telling us to walk a certain way. And that if we do this, we, 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 come, into, we come into this. Oh my gosh, he's going to give me rest. 
He's, he's going to give me this if I, if I come in. If I stay on this bridge of life with Jesus, He's going to give me that. Hallelujah. You have to determine in life what kind of builder you are. Are you a wall builder? Are you a bridge builder? Are you a wall builder or a bridge builder? Because it, 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 it's, it's fair to say this. We've all put up walls, right? Because you know what walls do? Walls, walls can keep things from coming in, and they can keep things from going out. But ultimately, what, what Jesus is wanting us to do, he's wanting us to tear down. To, you know, it, it's good to have boundaries. You need to, if you don't have boundaries, you need to have boundaries. It's stupid not to have boundaries. You know, I, my wife and I have boundaries. We're in a marriage 20, 25 blessed years. Hallelujah. Silver. We hit the silver. Amen. So we're going to have another great 25. But, but there's no way I do that unless I have boundaries. If I'm free with my marriage and do, do, I do whatever I want to do, she does whatever she wants. No, it won't work. So boundaries are important. But understand, there's, there's, I'm not talking about boundaries tonight. I'm talking about walls because these are things that we put up. We put up these defenses, right? I'm not letting anybody in here because I don't want anybody to know or I don't want anybody to see, so I'm going to put a wall up, right? And see, Jesus is always, he's, he's, he's always wanting to come in and mess with that, right? He's always wanting us to come in. And, and, and I, I want to stick with a, a few of my notes here as, as best as I can. You know, I, I told my kids, you know, Growing up, um, Zane, it was, it was very interesting because Zane took a job with the company that I, that I worked for for about seven and a half, eight years, and I had a very successful career there, and it, it was good. I, I loved my job, and um, in Zane, when he lived here in Fairmont, he got hired on to do the same thing that I was doing, and, I, you know, and, and I, some of the workers would even call me and say, you know, your son, man, he, he reminds me of you, and of course, that always makes a dad feel good, but, you know, he's like, man, he just loves the kids. He just, he'll go and get these kids, and he'll do the things that used to do. He's like, he never, he always taking the kids out and getting them something to eat or an ice cream cone. Or, and I'm like, that's what I did. I did that all the time. But I remember telling my son something that's very, it was very valuable. Don't burn bridges. Don't, don't, don't burn bridges and don't build walls that, can't, that you can't overcome, that you can't, you can't cross. So in life, it's important to understand that, you know, as a Christian believer, don't burn bridges. Okay, it's just a little nugget that I, I wanted to throw out tonight. So don't do whatever you can do not to not to burn bridges, especially with other Christian people. If you're at odd with someone, what should you do? The Bible tells us what we should do, right? We should go to that person and we should talk to them. I tell you, we could resolve a lot of issues if we would do that, right? As as the body of Christ, we could resolve a lot of issues if we would just go, hey, you know, you got a few minutes. You said something. And uh, I, I maybe took it the wrong way, or, or I did take it the wrong way, or maybe you met it a certain way. Can we talk about that? So the Bible's very clear in how we can deal with and work through offenses. So I'm not talking about offenses tonight. I'm talking about building bridges. Jesus was the master builder. So I, I love these two scriptures, and I love John 14, verse 1. You know, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. So we're getting, we're getting a definition of who, our, of, of who our Lord is. You know, in life, I mean, you know, it, I, I think sometimes this is, the, this is what happens, I, I believe, in a believer's mind. Why does this happen? Why did that happen? Why do, why do, why do good things happen to, 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 to good people? Why, why do bad things happen to good people? Has anybody ever asked questions like that? Why this? Why that? Why is, why is, my, hair, why is my hair disappearing? Why, 
Why, why do I need to shave once a week, twice a week? What, you know, you, it's, the, it's the why questions of our life, right? I don't, do you, anybody like that? You just, why is this? Why is that? You know, you know, when you, you know, even as I begin to age, I'm very young still, praise Jesus. You know, things, things happen. You know, my body, you know, I could say, well, why, why this? And a lot of times I'm just, thank you, Jesus. I'm walking, I'm, I'm thriving. You know, I, I, I begin to speak something differently. A lot of times, and even may, may even be how I feel, I speak life over my body. But a lot of times, you know, the, the walls we build, you know, in our life, I'm not good enough. Has anybody ever said that? I'm not good enough. I don't know enough. I, I, you know, I'm not scholarly enough. I mean, they, they talk about the Bible. You know, they, 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 they move through their Bible very quickly. I don't do that. Why, why can't I do this? Why can't I? Anybody, the, the questions are the whys of life. Anybody ever deal with any of that before? So, okay, just, just checking. Um, but I want you to see something tonight because, see, the whys of life, <laughs> they will build walls between you and God. The whys of life, like why this, why that, what happens is a, a lot of times walls are built. You know, if you think about what they're doing in Mexico, they'll build a portion of the wall, uh, you know, at the border. They'll, they'll build just a portion. And a lot of times that's what, we, that's what we can find ourselves doing if we're not careful in becoming, a, you know, we want to become bridge builders, right? Not, not wall builders. But we'll build a section of a wall. That might deal with a specific thing. Well, I'm not letting anybody in, in, in my life right here. So I, I've built a wall. People can come over here, but I've built a wall right here. You guys checking with me tonight? Because see, but, but what God's wanting us to do, he's wanting us to tear down these walls. Because what happens when we can begin to tear down these walls, God can begin to see who we are. He already knows who we are, right? He, he, know, he knows the number of hairs on our heads. But, but God, God is wanting to, to see you so that he can make you shine. Because you're his son. You're his daughter. He wants to make you shine for the world to see. But what happens is that these walls get built. And it begins. we begin to get so many walls built out that, that, it, will, that it, will close, it will close us off from every good thing that God has, has for us. And so, you know, back, back to taking this back to determination. You have to determine in your life, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do whatever it takes not to, not, to, not to lay this fleece out or not to build this wall, but I'm going to do everything that it takes to, 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 to build the bridge. Not only that, that, so that I can walk clearly ac across it, but so that others, so that I can be the bridge for others. Amen? Because once you realize something that in, in faith in Christianity, once you get saved, it shouldn't take a very long time for you to realize that your salvation, yes, is about you making heaven, but it is about the, it's about the rest of the world. So that, that I thing, you know, it's no longer about I, it's about we. It's about, it's about everybody else. It's no longer about what I want, I this, I that. It now shifts over into another, another realm of what can I do for the Lord? Amen. Amen. Take your Bibles. Let's go to Daniel chapter 3 because I, I want to sh show you something out of, out of, out of text here because, because see, you, you have to determine to trust the Lord. No matter, no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, you have to determine in you that, you know what, I'm going to trust the Lord no matter what. You know, I... I um, 
you know, it, it's very interesting that when, when chaos happens and things begin to go uh, awry, you'll often you'll oftentimes see people that are Christians have peace. That when the, that when the the storms raging and, and and things are going haywire, yeah, a lot of times the, the the Christians people people that really trust and they put their trust in God, they'll they'll be they'll be a they'll be a, just a a peace over them. You know, when my brother passed away, I you know, it was a very it was a very unique experience because you know you don't think you're going to lose a brother that young and and and. Um, and it was it was tough. I mean, in, in in the natural side of things, it was tough. But but as I found myself in prayer, I I, I found myself trusting in the Lord. I, I, that's all I could explain. I can't. I couldn't explain it any other way. That the fact of the matter is, is I I, I trusted in the Lord. And my brother's funeral, there was there was five, six, seven hundred people. I don't even know. I mean, it was just, it was just a bunch of people that that came. My brother was was a great athlete. Everybody liked my brother. You know, he was, he was, he was a well-liked guy. And, and, you know, and after about the, the, the fifth, the 500th handshake and hug, you're just like, oh, you know, you know, you know people, you, you, you feel that pull, right? You, you feel that draw of like, okay, wow, this is, it, it, it begins to get a little overwhelming. But on the back end of that, I, I'm trusting in the Lord because, you know, what people begin to see is they begin to see your faith. You know, how are you, how are you standing so strong? You know, it's it's the Lord. People don't people that people that don't know God, they don't understand. You know, people that came in that line, they would stand in that line, they would be weeping and crying. Oh, you know, and, and I'm you know, and I was like, well, you know, did David know? Did he know the Lord? Yeah, he knew the Lord. I, I let him be the Lord. You know, and and it was still it was still that 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 thing of like people not realizing that I'm putting my trust in the Lord. I'm kind of botching that whole section up, but, but you know, oftentimes what happens is when a tragedy, you know, happens, it's difficult for believers to, 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 to be the bridge. But see, this is the opportunity for us to be the bridge, even when a tragedy happens, because you're showing people who you trust in. You're showing people that, you know what, I, I, I trust God. You know, when Papal Jean recently died, you know, um, and, and I ministered at his funeral. You know, I knew where he—I knew where he went. I knew that he went on to heaven, and I could share that with, with a group of people that didn't know Jesus. Because I tr- I trust God, and I tr- I trust His word. So I begin I begin to have that opportunity to share that very same thing with, uh, with them. But see, you have to determine. And let me let me back around to this because you have to determine to trust God. No matter what, no matter what's going on in life, you know, as a believer, I, I, I want to, you know, I think about these two scriptures that I give you tonight, Matthew 11, John, John, John 14, you know, you, you know, you, you connect, you connect to the source, you connect to, you connect to him. He is your source. But like I said, through session one, session two of, of determination, guess what? It's your choice. I, as the pastor, can't choose for you whether or not you're, you're determined to trust in the Lord. Right. That's a determination that you have to get. That's a determination that you personally have to get in and find. I'm here to tell you that he's there. He's waiting. He eagerly waits you. He, he eagerly waits the conversation with you. 
You know, a lot of times we, we get blocked in our minds because we don't think we're, we're good enough to go to God. You know, I, you know I've, I've missed it here. I've messed up. And, and, you know, but see what God tells us. He tells us plainly to do. You know, move to a place where you repent. Repent. Get, you know, you, you're, made righteous. You're, you're made righteous through him. You and your works, you, you can't be made right. You're made righteousness because of what he's done for you. Amen. So you live. You live according to his word. But you come back into right standing when you repent. Daniel 3. Daniel 3. <clears throat> so you have to determine to trust the Lord. <clears throat> Verse 13. It says, The Nebuchadnezzar, in rage and fury, gave the commands to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying to them, It is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods and worship the gold image which I have set up? Now, if you are ready at this time, you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the harp, the lyre, and the symphony with all, this, with all the kinds of music. And if you fall down and worship the image which I made, I made good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, answering, said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need... I love this. We have no need to answer you in this matter. Everybody say good attitude. Because, uh, you know, that, that was lesson number one. Night number one was, you know, th that's not in your Bible. It, it, that's not there. But, but it's important that, you know, your, your attitude and your determination and what you believe and what you know, you know God, you know, it, 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 comes, with, it comes with a knowing. Amen? I know that I know. And, uh, you know, and their attitude wasn't one of like, we're scared, we're depressed. No, I, I know who my God is. So, so here, let's keep moving. So it, it says, if this is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from burning, uh, burning in the fiery furnace. And he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the golden image which you have set up. So, guys, this, this is the kind of determination that God's looking for. No, no matter the situation, no matter the circumstance, I'm not, I'm not bowing. You know, when I, when I think about the importance of sound doctrine in this hour for the church, it's that we don't bow. It's that we, that we understand. I, I don't care. You could send a, There could have been an army at the door the first service and, you know, I would have went to jail. We had already determined that church was open, okay? That, that, that's what we've determined. We've determined that no matter what, I'm not bowing down to a, 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 a time or a meeting place. Amen? I, God, God has given us, He's given us this. He's called us. Amen? So, you, you know, you've got to get to a place where, you know what, no matter what, I believe God. And you've got to determine, you, you, please get this, because you, you've got to make that determination. You can't be, you know, the Bible, the Bible says you can't be lukewarm. I wish that you were either hot or cold. I wish that you were either, you know, you, you, you can go serve Jesus, your Savior, and your Master, or go, go serve the devil. Don't be, don't be one or the other. Choose. You know, and Joshua 24, and I shared that scripture. Choose today whom you're going to serve. I, I choose, Joshua said, I choose. And my family. I choose what we're going to do. And there's got to be a, you know, 
The benefits of serving God is that I, ha I can have a confidence tonight in knowing what I believe is true. Because I see a story like this in the Bible that these three Hebrew children in a nation. This is not a Christian nation. We're in America. This is a Christian nation. They're not even in America. But what does God do? Because they didn't bow. They were determined. They're determined. How much more will he do for us? How much more? You know, God's not done with America. God's not done with this nation. God's not done with Fairmont, West Virginia. He's not done, he's not done where, wherever your neighbor, he's not done with your neighborhood. You, you, you know, until that trumpet sounds, or till the church is taken out, he's not done. He's not done, amen? And I'm looking at people tonight, that's, you know, that you, you've determined in your heart that God's not done, Amen? He's not done. My job isn't to get people to, uh, to believe what I believe. My job is to get people to see him. I believe this, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm determined that I believe the word of God, and I believe that it's true. Amen? I'm determined to know that in John 14, 6, that, that I am the way, the truth, and the life. That, no, that there's only one way to Jesus, right? That, that there's, there's no other way. I've sat with Buddhists. I've sat with Mormons. I've sat with Jehovah Witness. I've sat, I've, you know, there, there is only one way to Jesus. There's only one way to, to, to heaven, and that's through, through Jesus. Amen? John 14, 6. I am the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So we know that Jesus is the way. Let me, let me just touch on this real quick because, you know, e e even here... A second area or a way that we build walls is, is, is just, it's the inability to, to have the confidence in who he is. You have to be confident. There's a confidence in you that has to rise up that, that no, I, I believe this. I, I, I'm determined to believe what the word says for me. I'm determined to believe that I, that I can overcome this obstacle in my life. Amen. You know, I remember one time when I sat down with a pastor, Marin and I were early into the missions field, and, you know, we would get around anybody that we could to ask questions because we, were ne we, were never, we had never been pastors. We'd watched pastors. We'd seen pastors. And I, I remember sitting down with a, a pastor, and he pastors a great church in Canada and doing very, very well. And, um, and he, he looked at me after, you know, we had asked several questions, and he, he made the comment to me. He's like, you know something? I trust God. And I was like, and I was like, well, that's not what I was really looking for. I'm looking for five steps on how to pastor a church, you know, the clear, the, the clear pathway to growing a church. You know, how do you go from five to 150 or 3,000? Come on, Brother Steve, give me something. And he, he looks at me and says, you remember that? He says, I, I trust God. Maybe he said it to me, not you, but, but I remember him saying, you know, I trust God. And I, and, I, and I remembered that at that point, he trusts the, the Lord in what God had called us to do. And that God would be there. And, and, and God, God, God would be there. He would, he would come alongside and he would aid and he would help and he would, he would do all that. Because he believed God and he trusted God. So there's something about trusting the Lord. I, you know, um, 
I believe people, people are called to do many things. I, I, I see that a lot of times, but, but a lot of times is, is I, I have to step back away and I, you know, I, I trust God. You know, when I, you know, I ask, ask somebody to share a word or something like that, well, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, I just don't know. And I trust God. You, you understand? I, I trust the Lord. Wouldn't ask you to give a testimony if I didn't trust the Lord. Wouldn't ask you to share a word if I didn't. I, I trust the Lord. I trust the operation of the Lord in your life. Amen. You know, a second or a third thing that can block um, that can block our determination. And I and I, I just I had a few of these things tonight, and and I want to touch on this one. And this will this will kind of be the last one. But you know, it, it's the area of unforgiveness. Because see, listen, we we can't. We can't be uh, bridge builders in our life and in our Christian walk with unforgiveness in our heart and bitterness and, and things like that that rise up because if, if we don't learn how to lay those things that have hurt us down, we'll carry them. Guess what we'll do? We'll build walls. We'll build walls. We'll build not small walls. We'll build big walls a lot of times. Okay, take your Bibles. Let's go to Matthew real quick. Matthew chapter 18. So, you know, hurt people hurt people a lot of times, and that's not always by design. It's just sometimes people don't have the revelation. But hurt people will hurt people. You know, and oftentimes, you know, e even in that, w with areas of for uh, forgiveness that build walls up, um, you know, hurt people feel like something's owed to them a lot of times. And that's why I want to take you to Matthew chapter 18, because, you know, hurt, hurt people a lot of times will feel like, well, you know, you, these, these people owe me. The government owes me. You ever seen anybody mad at the government? <laughs> the government owes me this and this and this and this and this and this. And you know, this happened to me when I was a kid. This, 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 this. My mom, my dad, this, 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 this. There, there are situations, there are circumstances that can happen. But, the, but taking it back to uh, this issue of walls, a lot of times these are walls that will get built in our life that you have to take down. These are strongholds that you that you can break down and you can push over, amen. And you can you 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 can clearly sell across uh, you know a bridge when you begin to get uh, you know forgiveness issues out of your life. I had somebody recently, you know, just go and rant and rave about the government and a very successful person. But what happens is a wall gets built up. And what happens when a wall gets built up? They're, they're not working for the Lord. They're not doing, they're, their focus is, is all the conspiracy theories on, on YouTube. Their focus becomes shifted over here. And what does the enemy do? He don't have to do a thing. People talking about the enemy, the enemy don't have to do anything. A lot of times people will take themselves out because of offenses, because of unforgiveness. But you have to determine. Everybody say determine. Back to this, you've got to determine to trust the Lord. Trust what he's doing. Matthew 18. Matthew 18, verse 21. It says, Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times, Jesus said to him. I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to seven times seventy. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And that's, that goes back to that owing, owing thing. That's why I wanted to cover this. And it says, and where he had begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. But as, um, 
But as he was not able to pay, his master commanded that he be sold with his wife, his children, and all that they had, and the payment be made. The servant therefore fell down before him, saying, Master, Master, have patience with me. I will pay you all. Then the master of the servant was moved with compassion, released him, and forgive him his debts. So, you know, situation, you know, what did he do? He operated in forgiveness. Let's keep reading the text. But it says, the servant who went, uh, who went out and found one of the fellow servants, the same servant, who owed him a hundred denaries and laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, pay me what you owe me. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet, and he begged him, saying, have patience with me, I will pay you all. And he would not. But he went and threw him into prison till he should pay his debts. So when his fellow servants saw what he had done, there they were very grieved. And he came and told the masters all that had been done. Then his master, after he called him, said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all the debt because you begged me. Should you not also have compassion on your fellow servants, just as I had pity on you? And his master was angry and delivered him to the uh, torture uh, he, did, he delivered him to torture until he should pay all that was due to him. So my heavenly Father also will do to you, if, to the, each of you, from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. So it's important that you understand that, that forgiveness is, you know, forgiveness is, is tied to your success as a believer. Determine, determine to trust the Lord. Amen. Determine, determine today, just like what I read out of, you know, uh, out of Daniel chapter 3, determined to trust the Lord. But, you know, these walls, and I'm only throwing out a few tonight, you know, unforgiveness, if you, if you have, you have a, a wall of bitterness or unforgiveness, you got you to gotta be willing to, I'm going to trust God in this. I'm going to trust the Lord in this. You know, guys, believers can deal with these things, Okay. We all, we all can deal with, deal with things that come at us. Things that can, can shake our faith even. But you, you, you know, I, I always, you know, you have to determine where you want to be. You have, you know, I, in my mind, I always think in some ways that I, I have an exit strategy. That if, I'm, that if I'm having a bad day or if I look at my wife and say, you know, I probably just need to get away from you for a little while because I'm, I'm not, my head's not right or whatever. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go for a drive or whatever. You know, uh, you, you know I have it. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing this again tomorrow. I'm not staying in the same spot. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm going to determine to go to the Lord. I'm going to determine to slip away and pray. Because God's there. He's there. You can put your trust in Him. Amen. Guys, you, you can put your trust in Him. You can trust in the Lord. It's important that you look for your validation through God, not men. Doesn't mean you don't trust people. I have, I have a lot of people in my life I trust. There's a, there's a lot of people in this church. I, I, I trust people in this house. So it's, it's important that you trust people. But, you know, trust can be a wall. I'm not going to trust anybody with this. I'm not going to trust anybody. See, trust can be a wall. Are you a wall builder or are you a bridge builder? See, Jesus, I believe, was the master servant. He was a bridge builder. He was making a way for all of us to come to him, to glean from him, to grow in him. And my life should look like his life. He's my example. Amen. Amen.
Praise God. I don't have anything else tonight. So, I mean, I do, but I think it's probably a good place to close tonight.